Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula with you. Paula's here. Hi. Hi. So, I wanted to get more of your opinion on this first part with UNLV basketball. Do you remember what I said last week about Bryce Hamilton? Yeah, sort of. I mean, you talk a lot. So. Right. I do talk a lot about Bryce Hamilton. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And so what I said was, he's probably going to end up transferring. Yeah. Right. So we talked about last week how he said he was going to test the NBA draft process, and he still is. But he put his name in the transfer portal. So even if he doesn't go to the NBA, he's going to transfer out of UNLV. And I saw that coming. And as soon as he announced that, I mean, within hours, he was getting offers from big-time schools like Kentucky, Arkansas, Texas Tech, many. He's not going to come back to UNLV. I mean, that's very obvious. And nor should he. Because as good of a player as he is, I don't really think him or David Jenkins, who just announced that he's going to Utah, um really fit in with what Kevin Kruger is trying to do. So, I mean, it would have been a bonus to maybe have them and have them, you know, incorporate into what he's trying to do, but neither one of them, they, they really need, in my opinion. Um, it's going to be, I mean, you have eight guys in the transfer portal. It's going to be a total roster turnover. Um, again, I don't know, fresh start, something different, something new. I mean, I agree. It's not like they were terrific. No, but you know what I mean? The, the pieces that they retain from the team, could be pretty vital um but it's going to be another rebuild i feel much better about this type of rebuild than with the two previous coaches because i think that you know first off kevin Kruger is doing a fantastic job getting players from better conferences that may not have played that much in their respective conference for their respective team but he's doing a good job of getting players and another example was was monday uh there's actually a couple examples of this they picked up oklahoma transfer of uh, victor awaker uh Uwakor. i don't really know how to say his last name um i was trying to look up a pronunciation guide but he played for long kruger at oklahoma he's going to come play for kevin um Tuesday night, Kevin Kruger finishes his staff with the hiring of uh, Lamar assistant coach Brandon Chappell, um, or Chappelle. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but there's a kid in the transfer portal that's from Lamar University, and this guy recruited him, you know, was, you know, responsible for recruiting him. Also, Kevin Kruger knows this guy from Northern Arizona, where Kevin Kruger's first assistant coaching job was. So there's a connection there. So the staff is uh, Chappelle, um, and then it's... Okay, all I can think of is Chappelle. Right. I mean, I don't even know if it's Chapel or Chappelle. I'm going to have to get clarification. Um, but they got Carlin Hartman. They got Tim Buckley, who was on Otzelberger's staff. And they have Mr. Chappelle Chapel. Not really sure. Um, I, I dislike saying people's names wrong, but in, I've only seen it in words, so I don't really know. I mean, I could have done like more research. I guess I'm just, I um, mean, I grew up with a very difficult last name, so I'm used to people, uh, pro pronouncing my last name wrong, so it just is normal. But still, you didn't deserve that. 
you know, even if it was wrong, it doesn't matter. Um, I was scooting closer for sound purposes so we can get a better sound. Um, so that was Tuesday. Um, Thursday was the Bryce Hamilton announcement, which I like when I'm right. I like to, I, I like to press that issue. Like, you know how TJ Altsberger was leaving for a month and a half and how, you know, Bryce Hamilton and David Jenkins were not going to come back to UNLV. I mean, I wasn't the only one saying it, but I'm saying it because exactly. it's, it's, but it's true. And people were confused. They thought that they would come back and look, they're just not going to. Um, Friday, UNLV picks up their fourth Big 12 transfer. Uh, this name I can say. It's very familiar. Donovan Williams. Uh, from so he's from Texas. So they got two from Texas, one from Oklahoma, one from West Virginia. All these guys are X four star recruits from a couple years back, not getting a whole lot of playing time. So what Kevin Kruger is going to try and do is he's going to turn their skills because they were recruited at a high level for a reason. So he's going to try and turn that into something right away. He's obviously got, you know, four more. I mean, there's eight guys in the portal. He's got four. He's got four more to work with. Potentially, maybe three. We don't really know what Mbake Zhang is doing. He can come back if he wants to. Didn't he hurt himself? He, he did, but that really hasn't been like... No one has said exactly what happened. It didn't look very good, but he can recover. You know? Surgery recovery time, Isn't he should he be good. Anyway? But he has that extra year because of COVID. Like with an injury, I mean, it's probably time for him to go. No, I but mean, he wasn't great. But he can. I mean, but he, was he can rehab. Him, right? He got better every single year, and he was extremely raw when he came to the states. He didn't have that much experience playing basketball, and so of course Marvin Menzies found him. You know, because you know I'm Marvin saying, and how T do we even get a scholarship to play basketball if we're not very good at it? Because Marvin had to go find from the deepest depths of the earth players to fill out his roster the first couple of years. And Mbake Zhang was one of them. Not the first year. I think it was the second year of Marvin Menzies. He had no choice. He was... You want to know why? You want to know why he didn't have a choice? You want to know why? You don't want to hear about Chris Beard? You want? You don't want to hear how UNLV took two Texas players from Chris Beard? Because Chris Beard went to Texas? Who cares? Anyway, we'll have Chris Beard conversation uh, another time. There's plenty of time for that. I feel like the hiring of Kevin Kruger gets better every day. The sound of it, the feel of it. You know what you sound like? You sound like that girl that got rejected at prom or didn't get asked to prom. For five years. For five years? <laughs> That's how long this guy's been gone. <laughs> Has it been that long? And then uh, you're still talking about it like it happened yesterday. He was at Texas Tech for five years, so you yeah, it's been five years. You sound very bitter. Like someone dumped you. UNLV did get dumped. And its fan base does feel a certain way about it, wouldn't you say? Changed the whole trajectory. Trajectory of the program. Not really. It would have. Okay. Even if he stays a couple years. Stability. Someone else can come in. But then you're still in the same situation. You are, but there are jobs where people leave, I'm just and, saying it's and, like and it flows. It, it flows years, better, like you just said. But it flows you better just sound when you like a bitter girl or guy. Honestly, I am, but it's become more of a joke now. Now that every time I see, you know, I have an opportunity, I take it. You know, mm -hmm. 
I knew he would leave there. I knew he would leave Texas Tech. I knew it. Well, don't you just know everything? I'd like to think so, <laughs> but I don't. Uh, would like to thank all the listeners. Uh, we have much more than we've had. It's been growing. Uh, the following is growing. It's really good. Feels really good. Want to thank you guys for being a part of it. Um, not getting a lot of feedback, and I don't want anyone to be like afraid to give feedback. You know, just you know, drop us a message or a, or a comment. Well, that's fine. But at, at least we know that we suck. Right. I mean, we have to know something about sucking. Before we get to the Golden Knights, there's a couple things. <coughs> excuse me, that I wanted to get to. Um, do you remember a project on the old Wet n' Wild site by Jackie Robinson, an ex-UNLV player from the 70s, called All Net Arena? Do you remember that? No. Well, that project has been going for almost 10 years. They had like a groundbreaking like seven, eight years ago. Jackie Robinson's plan was to build an arena for an NBA team. And this was before T-Mobile was even thought of. This is how long this has been going. Build a arena, um, you know, shopping, dining, entertainment complex with like condos or like, you know, high rise mm -hmm. living, staying, whatever it is. Huge project. And six months ago, uh, Jackie Robinson was given a deadline of six months to. He's still alive. We're not talking about the baseball Jackie Robinson. <laughs> that guy's been dead. This is the Jackie Robinson from the Hardway 8, UNLV's 1977 Final Four team. That Jackie Robinson. The other Jackie Robinson's been gone a long time. <laughs> right, like... Long time. Yeah, the guy that broke the barrier for baseball, no, not this, not this guy. This is why we, this is why, this is why I love you. This is why we have you on the show. Because you, you you're fantastic. You act like, you say Jackie Robinson, no one's okay. going to think of some fucking douche from UNLV. They think of Jackie this Robinson. This guy was not a douche at the time. Okay, well, I'm just saying, with when you Glenn think about Jackie Robinson, who do you think about? Played with Robert Smith. Played with, but you don't think about that guy. You think about I, the baseball player. But I followed up with that, though. I was like Jackie Robinson, the guy from UNLV from the 70s, and you were just like, ooh, Jackie Robinson, the baseball player. Um, so, anyhow... <laughs> Six months ago, some board, city council, whatever, gave Jackie Robinson, the basketball player, <laughs> a deadline of now, next week or a week after, to come up with some kind of – because there's $12 million in bonds set for this place, and he claims to have plans. He actually was able to sign an agreement, which so was the first – land? It's an interesting question because he claims to have the money for the land – but has never bought it. If it was his, they wouldn't be giving him a deadline. That's true. Yeah. Because they want to they want to do something with that land. So if he doesn't do anything, then they're, they're going to do what they correct. want to do. But he Who, the took, city? Right. Whoever owns it. Well, I mean, maybe it's a combination. There has to be an agreement in place to negotiate to get the money and the bonds in his control. I bring this up because, you know, Resorts World at the north end of the Strip is going to open. Is that no, that that's also going to open next year. But Resorts World is that um, world of resorts. The Asian place across from Wynn. Sorry, that's the only way I can actually describe it. Um, I think Gentling, Gentling is the people who are building it. It's a they're, they're huge in China. Anyway. anyway, this whole thing started at the end of a recession, and. 
through COVID, there's been delays. He <laughs> claims that he has everything in place. It's big because Vegas is players in the NBA expansion world. Alex Rodriguez just bought the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Minnesota Timberwolves yeah, have long been rumored to be going. Alex Rodriguez is not a Minnesota guy. He's a Miami guy. Miami and Vegas are very close, except without a beach. The atmosphere. I have this thing. He also bought the WNBA team, which actually is a, makes me kind of wonder because, you know, they, Vegas already has the aces. I have a feeling that A-Rod and his partner may be looking to move them. Minnesota's not sexy. Vegas is sexy. Vegas has... Could there be a connection between A-Rod and this project? This project was going to be is going to be an arena only for basketball. You ask about T-Mobile Arena. T-Mobile Arena is suited for basketball. However, the NBA wants basketball arenas only. The last few years, they've been going toward that because of revenue. It's very interesting. The timing, I don't... Look, could be way off, could be nothing. Vegas and the people in Vegas want the NBA. The NBA is going to go to Vegas within the next few years. We know this. This is true true stuff. Just saying. Okay. Something to look out for. Uh, but, if, but, if, but if Jackie Robinson, the, the basketball player, doesn't get all his crap in order within the next week or two, it's done. I think it's like the 21st or something of April that they're going to reconvene. But he took a big first step by negotiating some kind of agreement. It's the first thing that anybody has heard of him doing with this land. Four or five years ago, some dirt moved and that's it. They've done nothing. So, big stuff. Um, the NHL season, now we can shift into hockey. The NHL season is going to be delayed the end of it is going to be delayed until the 16th of May, mostly because of Vancouver and their 20 plus players on the COVID list, which includes Nate Schmidt. It did. Um, they're about to open in their Canada? facility. Yes. Van the Vancouver Canucks have not played in a little while because they've had 15 to 20 players on the COVID list. And it's the worst a team has had it. I mean, I've heard of five guys or eight guys, but they've had the, it started with like 14, 15, and ballooned up to 18. Wow. I think it got worse. So they haven't played in a while. They're supposed to open their facility in the next couple of days. But um, for them, that's what's causing the NHL season to be delayed. The Knights' last game, I think, is like the 8th okay. of May. So they're going to get a week. They could get like 10 days off before the playoffs start. That's good and bad um, for, for rust purposes. No, well, they'll still practice. I mean, I think it's a good 16 games left. Everyone will be healthy at that point, you know, if they have that time off. But we can thank Vancouver for that one. Um, now we can thank COVID. I mean, it's... I think some people were being a little reckless. They ask me. I wasn't. Canada has been relatively low in terms of COVID cases until recently. It's gotten not crazy bad, but elevated. The United States has the vaccine and not other, everybody else isn't as, it's not as accessible to everybody else as it is to us. So things are going good here. We hope to have, you know, half capacity at T-Mobile Arena for the playoffs 
and more than that when the season starts. Mm. Um, for the Golden Knights, um, Monday, they started off the week with a 6-1 to win. Uh, Alec Martinez had two goals. Um, Leonard was good. And, and there's a point that I'm going to make about Leonard being good ever since he's been back mm-hmm. and flurry um, until – Tonight. You know, to, you know, today being not so good. Um, so that was Monday. Wednesday, they come back and they take one on the chin to the Blues, three to one. No support for Flurry. That's N- what I told you. None lately. That was my thing. I said, why don't they play like this right. when Flurry's in goal, not it, only when Leonard's in goal? It's funny. I saw someone tweet this, and I kind of made my own version of this. So. Marc-Andre Fleury, at this point, after Wednesday's game, had lost five of his six starts dating back to March 21st in Los Angeles. Four of those six games were on the road. And in those losses, the Golden Knights scored a total of six goals. Okay. They scored six goals on Monday. Yeah. They scored six goals total in Marc-Andre Fleury's five starts. Right. Right. So when Leonard came back two days before that on the 19th of March versus L.A., same team, he's had a 920 save percentage, which is phenomenal. And he ha- his save percentage hasn't dipped below point nine point you know, 9.38. And he hasn't given up more than two goals. To, this is to this point. Since returning from the concussion, he has won every start except a shootout in Minnesota, which was a point still. So they've had points in all of his, all of his games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that continued, you know, because the Golden Knights, you know, won on Friday. Before we get to that, they were 0 for 18 on the power play, you know, through Wednesday. Uh, and they had lost four or five games overall. Uh, and then they scored six goals in the lone win, and then they scored six goals combined after that, like we had just talked about. Just, you know, kind of mind-blowing stuff, how you're getting uh, a ton of support for one guy when he comes back. Almost to, like, make him feel better, you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not really sure no, if that's, it. that's it. But it's just it's just so crazy. And then, you know, hey, you know, little old me back here, Flurry, hey... Can I can I get some support, you know? Do you think that maybe they become complacent when Flurry's in goal? And maybe not work as hard because they trust him more. I think they expect him to make phenomenal, right. crazy, over-the-top, pad-stacking, so head-standing saves. they're not saves. trying as hard because they think he can get it, and then it... I don't want to believe that because these guys are professionals and are getting That's paid true. millions of dollars, but at the same time, it sounds legitimate. I think had a couple of tough games. I don't think he's getting... I don't think it's necessarily all his teammates' fault. I think he missed some saves that he should have gotten. There was a there were there there was a game or two there where he was just giving up stupid goals. Right, you know and what I mean. Getting really was, frustrated. Right. And what happens? What I know is, with Flurry is once he gives up a goal or two, then it's like he gets really shaky on the shaky confidence, and right. he it's almost downhill from there. He gets really frustrated. It's noticeable. Yeah, it's noticeable. It's extremely noticeable. Um. So, my concern is is. Like, you have made a comment, if he would have played like this in the beginning of the season, he would have been gone. He would have been traded before the deadline, which right. is tomorrow at noon, uh, West Coast time. 
So yeah. Oh, the, but, there's no I question. Mean, he's really done great this season overall. He has. He's the reason why they are. Yeah. Twenty-seven, eleven, and two. That's what they are. You know, and I think Leonard's playing really well. Right. I mean, it's ebbs and flows, but I wish that the team would be pick it up more when I mean they played well tonight. I thought. They did play good I today. I think he needed this win. I think it's going to get better because I think his confidence was kind of just shit on. Before we get to that, um, Friday they beat Arizona seven to four. They were up five to nothing. Yeah. At one point, and that dwindled down to five three and six to four. My problem, my problem with this team is 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 that, and that's been a problem since day one, since day one of inaugural year. They. They think it's okay to take the foot off the gas, well, they, and it just they never is. The bang in the first period, in the second period, it's like I don't know, like they got shit in their pants. Or the opposite, or the opposite, and this this time I mean, it was the third that, period that yeah. bit them. Yeah, they didn't they show up so, at all. No, because they were so complacent. They had one shot in the last nine minutes, and that was Pacioretty's empty net goal to yeah. make it seven four. So was Leonard good when he had to be? Yes. Did he give up some goals that he thought he 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 thought he could get away with? This team thinks that they can get away with stuff he wasn't when they're that up. great that game. The only reason why they won is because they shot they got yeah, five nothing right. But then he let in four right. So Which is not without great. that, you know what I mean? Nobody likes to talk about this. This is like the dirty little thing in hockey nobody talks about. What if your goaltender didn't let in that many goals? Or what if your team didn't score more? Nobody talks about that. Like, everyone's like, ooh, 7-4, great game. They were up 5 nothing. Right. It's not. A, it, 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 it's a win. They should have never taken their foot off their necks. Never. Not for a second. But they did. Uh, Riley Smith had two goals. Keegan Colsar scored his second of his career. Coleslaw. Um, up five to nothing at one point, but they allowed Arizona to stick around. Like I said, five, three, six to four, just not a really good third period. They'll take the win, you know, chasing Colorado, you know what I mean? Down, you know, behind Colorado, two, four points, two, four points back and forth. They just can't catch them. Mm -hmm. And there's only 16 games left, but I mean, you know, top four in each division, the way that it works this year will make the playoffs, but they'll have to play each other to get to the next round. So, you know, it's tough. Um, The game that we were just talking about, uh, the game where Tomas, Tomas Nosek scored the only goal uh, to beat Arizona one to nothing. Uh, Flurry's fifth shutout this season. And he has 66 shutouts for his career, which is 15th all time. He also won his 484th game, which is tied for fourth, Mm -hmm. um, I believe, with Grant Fear. No, that might be wrong. Anyway, he's tied with somebody great. Uh, Oh, Ed Belfour. That's that's the name of the goaltender. So he's actually four or five wins away from being third. He by the end of this season, he sh- he should get five more starts, four or five more. If he wins them all, essentially, what's going to happen is, and, and also playoffs count too. But we all know we don't. <laughs> we might not see him for those. Um, anyhow, he could be in third by the end of the season by himself. First is going to be hard to catch. Um, who's the all-time leader? Oh, 
Martin Brodeur with uh, New Jersey. It's going to be really hard for Flurry to catch. If Flurry wasn't stepped on by Pittsburgh for those years, and there wasn't a COVID year or a lockout too, mm-hmm. Flurry suffered through that lockout. That was like his second or third year in the league. He's lost a lot of time, and with concussions and stuff, he really, if he would have stayed healthy and had all those years back, he probably would be the winningest goaltender. I don't know if he's going to get there. Well, he's doing pretty amazing. He's fantastic, regardless. You know, he, you know, he's fantastic. I mean, he's he fourth be, right now. I mean, if you think about all the goaltenders to even be on that list, I know, I know, he's, he's passed amazing. so many, and. He always Yet gives he's himself not a, a starting chance. goalie. Well, I'm technically so not. Vegas has two starters. Okay, they're spending twelve million dollars in goaltending. When you do that, you get to have two starters. But I'm just like that. Just blows my mind that he's fourth, could possibly be third in greatest yeah. goaltenders, and you're not a starting goalie. Make it make sense. It doesn't. So. It doesn't. That's just my two cents. You it, can't justify that at all. I haven't haven't been lately. I I, I don't want to hear, you know, I haven't been lately. You knew how old he was when you signed him. Look, when the season started, I had had things to say. But I don't know, and neither does anyone else. Look, naysayers are pretty much quiet because he's incredible. I wasn't a naysayer. I was was very concerned with the age mixed in with the amount that they were spending. And he should have a really good backup. Okay, and he should be a starting goal. But Robin Leonard's not a backup in this league. Robin then Leonard's he a should, starter in this he league. He should not be on this team. You don't get on the phone with someone and say, hi, I need a backup. You don't do that. You don't do that because not as as a hockey team, you need you need they a guy that could Robin play Le- every they night. They wanted him. You need a guy who could play every night. I understand that. You're ne- Look, Malcolm Subban was, oh. was, was never a backup, and I'll tell you why. He was a piece of shit. Okay. Yep, this thing is on. Um, he... Uh, Backups in this league are never backups because they have to play. They have to play. I understand that. You have to have a guy that's ready to go every night. I don't know what you're. They had a chance to trade Malcolm Subban for Robin Leonard. You have to think, think about this in your head. If you look up Robin Leonard and his stats, and you look up Malcolm Subban and his stats, what the hell is Chicago doing trading those two guys? If I'm McPhee or you know or Kelly McCrimmon, I'm like. Wait, you're gonna do what? Yeah, sure. They but took then him because it for, was a gift. Flurry. He put him he's in the not, starting position. He's not a backup in this league, though. Well, so now here we are. Here we are. The next two years having the same debate until what happens? Flurry doesn't stop playing well, and then now what do you have to do in two years? You're gonna let a 38 year old guy who you think is washed walk potentially 37 going on 38. Well, he said he right? Was With his time. If Flurry is still performing at this level in a year and a half, he'll probably go to another. He should not retire. He should keep climbing that list. Is quitting while you're ahead the same thing as quitting? Yes. I don't know what you mean. But is he too far is he too far ahead to quit? Should he be quitting? If another team offered him money, if Vegas didn't want him no more, he'd be a fool. He yeah, wants to retire as a Golden Knight. Has, has he had? Three. Okay. So Same as Leonard. Him, Same as Leonard. Right. And Leonard's a lot younger, so, you know. That's the point of all you this. You know, if I'm him and his wife, he's got young kids, I don't know what I would do. That's not the point. My point is, is 
he should be the starting goalie. And they should have gotten a deep. Malcolm Subban should go play for Little League Hockey, whatever that's called. Pee-wee. Pee-wee Hockey. That's what he's suited He's for. actually doing really good with Chicago. Good for him. Okay. No, Paula doesn't want to hear any Malcolm Subban talk. You can uh, you can message her uh, at the Golden Wife on Twitter. You can send her your Malcolm Subban thoughts, also your Chris Beard thoughts, directly into that inbox as well. Please do, and you're not going to like what you get back in return. Cause... Yeah, maybe not. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> Golden Knights this week. Uh, have a bunch of games. It's basically when is the next game? Boom, 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 boom. No, yeah, well, no, no. They have a back to back. Um, so they'll be they'll be playing tomorrow. I mean, it's sixteen games left. You've said that sixteen in a month, and we're trying to look for our third Pacific Division title. Uh, it'll be the West Division title this year, but third division title in four years uh, for the Golden Knights. Um, anything on your mind? Besides, we hate Pizza Hut. <laughs> no. Pizza Hut, you suck. Um, Not a thing? No. <laughs> Except I keep thinking about that Jackie Robinson comment. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. It was I'm not going stupid. You know, well, I mean, you know. Well, I don't know when he was born. Sure. I, figured I mean, the guy dead. that broke the barrier, like, in, like, right, a right. long time ago, yeah, like, the yeah. 50s. I, I mean... Well, I mean, my dad was born in the 50s. Oh, born, though, in the 50s. Yeah, but this guy was already, like, 30-something years old. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um, you ha No, I have no concept of time, so... I'm aware. <laughs> so, with that, we're going to wrap it up. Make sure to follow me at Vegas Fever Pod and uh, Paula at The Golden Wife. Uh, please subscribe. Give us your feedback. Follow us. Retweet us. Give us your thoughts and feelings. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.